Hi, Grand Forks. Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, live from Grand Forks' best source. I'm Icky Ichabod, and this is my friend, the Wizard of Weird. All right. Well, before we... We're going to be talking about the movie RoboCop 2 tonight. But before we do that, we're going to give a shout-out to River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination. In the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant, The Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are uh, War Pony, The Expendables, A Haunting in Venice, The Nun, uh, and Saw 10. Find complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 Movies All Day Long and 550 Senior Matinee Special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. You know, you know I, I've always wondered something about that wizard. I wonder if they could bring me a a, a plate of uh, beef stroganoff. Maybe. But, all right, let's talk about RoboCop 2. Great film. RoboCop 1 is just a great movie. Peter Weller, great job. Great job. Um, We'll go through some of the, the cast right now. Uh, Peter Weller reprises his role as RoboCop. Uh, Nancy Allen as Lewis. Dan O'Hara Leahy as the old man. And my favorite, Tom Noonan as Kane. Kane probably was my favorite character in this whole movie. He was a cult leader who ran the nuke cult. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um... What wizard? Yes, yes. He told me to tell you Detroit is in utter turmoil. They're going bankrupt in this movie. Really? Detroit's going bankrupt and OCP now owns Detroit in the movie? Really? Huh. Yes, yes, that is really what it is. And they try to make nuke legal so, so that they can get donations for the government. That's weird, wizard. Um, you know, for those of you who have never seen the movie, Nuke is a designer drug that's in this movie. It's it's a narcotic. And Kane, of course, played by Tom Noonan, is the uh, Nuke cult leader. And this guy is just insane. He has a guy eviscerated for not listening or for betraying him. He kills his followers. Um, there was a one couple quotes uh, that I really agreed with in this movie, and they're both from Cain. One is, Jesus had days like this, and the other is, people want paradise, so we'll give it to them. Or so, it's something like that. I get the that second one confused, but you know. And in this movie, RoboCop had, has been in existence for a, at least a year and a half, according to the movie. And anyways, 
Um, they want to make a RoboCop 2, but they can't, you know, all the police officers that they have tested out for this project malfunction or go crazy. So the psychiatrist, Juliet Fox, played by Belinda Bauer, decides looking at death row inmates because she says that they might welcome the power of immortality. Uh, She eventually ends up putting the new new cult leader, Kane, they put him in this brain in a robot. And just like him in real life, he was addicted to nuke. And that basically brought about his downfall. (laughs) But... Um, yeah, uh, the cops are on strike at the beginning of this movie from the end of RoboCop 1. Uh, as I said, Detroit is going bankrupt and they have to sell the, the, the city to OCP or Omni Consumer Products. One of my favorite parts of this movie. What was it? What was your favorite part in this movie? I like the commercials. Like Sunblock 5000. You can't sit in the California sun in this this weather anymore. So try Sunblock 5000. Or one of my favorite ones was at the beginning of the movie. It shows a guy breaking into a car and then these things wrap around him and electrocute him. He goes, lethal force. (laughs) Icky, the first RoboCop had some classic, iconic, quotable commercials as well. Did they have any of those back for the sequel? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'd buy that for a yes. dollar. <laughs> I used to quote that all the time when I was younger. It still echoes in my mind every time I pass a dollar store. Yeah. Well, actually, nothing at the dollar store is a dollar anymore. It's all a dollar twenty-five. Facts. <laughs> but this take this movie takes place in the future. I think it's like two thousand was two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen when this movie took place. But it was made in the nineteen. 19- when was this made? 1990. RoboCop 2 was made in 1990. Well, Icky, now that you've lived through 2015, this movie takes place 25 years before it, how well did you think they depicted it? Well, you know, that kind of makes me mad. When they have these movies that portray the future, like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, there's flying cars, and there's hoverboards, and there's all this crap. And then RoboCop. Oh, we're going to have robotic policemen and... All sorts of stuff. Are you disappointed there's no modern-day robotic policeman like in RoboCop? Yeah. It's kind of funny because when they're, like, trying to introduce the the original RoboCop 2s before they put Kane's brain in the the, uh, robot, they're they're all, like, really, like, pansy-looking. They're, like, really thin and, like, not even... They don't even have weapons. They, they, They just have, like, a regular gun. But then when they put Kane's brain in that stupid thing, uh, basically, they, like, buffed him up. You know, he's, like, 9 foot tall, 10 foot tall, machine guns, uh, anti-aircraft missiles, all sorts of stuff. I watched the trailer uh, for this the other day just as a refresher, and they really give RoboCop his match here for his villain. Yeah, yeah, Kane. Well, I like... I like you know the character Kane better than I like the actual RoboCop too, because he was just he, he just talked a lot about theology. I was also referencing the uh, the big robotic villain too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was an awesome thing. 
Well, uh, what was that like for, for people who don't know? What? Uh, the, the robotic villain, if you want to uh, go into detail about him. He's just gigantic. He's huge. He has machine guns. He's got, like, anti-aircraft missiles, like I said. Would you say it remind? I know, for me, it kind of came across as, like, uh, the alien from Aliens, uh, but in robot form, almost. Would you say that's kind of a, a little be. bit? It looks like something Geiger would have made, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because Geiger is the guy who created the alien for the movie Alien, and the species monster, too, from Species. Knowing how you always like to talk about practical effects, how would you rate the practical effects for, for like, you know, RoboCop, his costume, his outfit, and all that? I would say I, I love the, the, the effects in this movie. They're great for their time. They're great. I actually like when they take Kane's brain out of him, and you get to see it floating around in the, in the, the bubble. That's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, the... the uh, what do you think, Wizard? What do you think about the... Uh, the special effects. I love them. They're one of the best. And RoboCop is one of our favorite movies of all time. Both one and two. Number three sucked, though. You thought RoboCop 3 sucked, Wizard? Yeah, so did I. Icky, you know, that's a good point. Uh, though the original RoboCop... I love both RoboCop 1 and 2. A lot of people are, are probably wondering, why are you starting covering with RoboCop 2 instead of the original? Because I just... Uh, I'll do the original later, but this is like one of my... This was one of my go-to movies when I was younger. It always made me happy. So I decided to do this this way. You got more and nostalgia for this one? I have more nostalgia for this one, and plus, you know... um. I res- you know, RoboCop 1 is good because it shows the origins, but RoboCop 2 has more f- philosophical, theological things behind it. Uh, ex- he- like, RoboCop is, like, suffering from this existential crisis through most of the movie. So, you know, from a psychiatric or psychological point of view, I- I- that's why I chose this one. Plus, then you get to learn about the... Uh, uh, psychology of like a cult and things like that because you got the new cult. But whereas in in uh, RoboCop one you had the Boddicker gang, who was basically red led by that guy who played Red on uh, uh, that '70s show. <laughs> awesome villain performance from him in the first RoboCop. I would agree with that. Would you agree, Wizard? Yes, I would. Boom. So what else do we got to talk about this? Well, the I remember the first RoboCop, I mean, aside from the commercials, there was a lot of great quotable lines. Would you say there's any rewatching it again uh, this past week? Would you say there's any standout quotes from the film? Well, as I, as I said, the king quotes like uh, Jesus had days like this. and Well, from RoboCop. Yeah, that, that is. I remember uh, the first movie, didn't he have something like, your move, creep? Yeah, that was funny. I like at the end of this movie, though, when, after they destroy RoboCop 2, he's like standing there, and she, she, uh, his, his female partner goes, how you doing? And he goes, we're only human. And then it go, cuts to the credits. Live or die. Make your choice. Uh, 
One of my other other uh, favorite RoboCop lines was from RoboCop One. It was uh, when Ed Two O Nine was talking. You have twenty seconds to comply, mm-hmm. and then he just malfunctions and kills the guy, anyways. We were talking a little bit before the show here, uh, some of the RoboCop video games they did over the years. Yeah, RoboCop versus Terminator. I used to play that a lot. Yeah, that one I played a ton of. There are some on the old Nintendo. They were okay, not that great. Uh, so I think the arcade had like a light gun shooter too, I want to say. Uh, did you see the new uh, RoboCop movie they did, I want to say? Maybe not uh, super new. Was it like maybe eight, ten years ago? I saw that, actually. It wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. They had a lot of the same things in there. It felt like a kind of a remake of the original, kind of. But I know it was PG thirteen, so it wasn't as gritty. Oh, RoboCop is is a hard R, really. For both RoboCop one and two, I don't think RoboCop. I thought RoboCop three was like rated PG thirteen or something. Yep, like. that's accurate. So you prefer your RoboCop, you know, good old fashioned hard R rated splatter. I like splatter films. So uh, the box office for this was uh, $45.7 million. That's not bad for back in the day. Uh, the budget was 25 through $30 million. And the, this, this one I don't agree with. The critic approval was 28%. And the audience approval was 36%. I, I, I consider this probably my favorite science fiction film of the 90s. That's high acclaim, considering all the other, you know, uh, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars. I'm not a really big Star Trek fan. I watch Star Trek, but I'm not a big fan. I watch Star Wars, but I'm not a really big fan. Well, want- you, you got to realize that all the star, all the original Star Wars came out in the '70s and '80s. Yeah. They didn't really do anything until like 2000 some when they hey, did the there, prequels. There was Phantom Menace in '99. Oh, in '99. Yep. Oh, I thought it was 2000. There's been a Star Wars film for every decade. I guess, except for the 2020s. Uh, the last one came out in 2019. But, uh, but, you know, I just respect this film so much because of the special effects, the stories are good, all this stuff. What would you say good overall final thoughts for RoboCop 2? Well, let's. Uh, I need to talk with the wizard here for a second. He's going to whisper. Yes, wizard? I'd give it two thumbs up. So we're not going to do the sh- the the, Sher- the 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 Sherman and go. It stinks. Oh no, we're not. It doesn't stink, and you're not Sherman the critic. So you're Icky the critic. So you don't have the right to say it stinks. It's my show, Wizard. I'll say whatever I want, <laughs> but. All right, well, we, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, now it's time to shout out to our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? 
Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Austin says, Barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck. It gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning. Would recommend them for any project, large or small. Tell you what, for that project you want done sooner than later, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. Um, well, you know, we're going to take a break next week. We're going to go do an episode of Weird Wrestling. So, Wizard, you're going to go to your beach house in Malibu. So, everyone stay weird, Grand Forks. <laughs> 